Yo, what's up everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the JJN Show, episode 52. And it's been a while since I've been on here for an interview episode. I'm kind of I've been I've been a little sad. It hasn't been it hasn't been as fun for me. Um, Josh, you've been killing it though, so shout out to you. And I love I love how we can all do different things. It's been super fun and I like I hope that our listeners are enjoying that too, you know, bringing us bringing in different people that we want to speak with. So anyways, this week I talked with the man himself, Nick Jackson, and let me tell you, this dude is one of the most intentional and purpose-driven people I have ever met. And it's a really cool starting story because it just goes to show you the cool connections you can make in random moments of your life. Uh, I met Nick back in college and we had a few different ties that we talked about in the interview and then reconnected somehow because we both realized we were into fitness in the same way. And we started talking about that. And next thing you know, I was like, yo, get on the podcast. Let's have a, let's have a conversation. And I learned even way more than I knew originally about him. So in this episode, we talk about his life and we start with his experience at the U of M and he actually went for five years, but did so much in that, in that time frame from studying abroad, you know, having the freshman experience, his super senior year, the different ups and downs he experienced. We go over all of that and we talk about how his college years shaped him into who he is today and that pretty much no matter what, he wouldn't change any of it. So from there, we go on to talk about his personal life and really dive into a bunch of different areas. Um, I had no idea he had been a model or an actor, and so that was pretty cool to learn. But then we also go into his faith, his traveling experiences, and of course, you know, I had to talk to him about his fitness journey as well because this dude's ripped and does a lot in the fitness world. And so... The last part of the interview when we were talking about his fitness journey and just going over how he grew up and what inspired him to get into fitness, it was really cool for me to hear kind of the opposite reason for getting into fitness that I had. And you'll hear all about that in the interview. And it was a really unique experience for me to just kind of discuss those different viewpoints of fitness in general and the journey that different people can have, right? And how everyone has a different why for their reason to get involved with it in the first place so i hope you all enjoy this episode i know i did and make sure to follow nick on instagram at cool nick 07 or at njackson.fitness you won't regret it and for now peace out what's up this, this is, is the JJ show, show with josh with jacob with nick are you ready for the most epic conversation of your whole entire life i am let's do it sweet all right, Nick, thanks for being here. Thanks for uh, having me. Yeah, it was kind of funny. Beforehand, we were just kind of talking about how we originally met, and it's been about, what, a year now since we had that class together? Spring yeah. Of, and your senior year, I guess, technically. Yep, fall 2019, it was the um, business and technology class oh, yep. back at the Carlson School of Management. Yep, and we didn't. I don't think one time talk about anything fitness related and then no. here we are a year later connecting over fitness and then now you're on a podcast with us or with That's me. True. So That's true. I, this is going to be fun. Um, and it's one of those kind of cool connections where 
we have a bunch of weird mutual connections as well with the YMCA and how I remember when we when I first started talking to you in that class, I was like, did you work at the YMCA? Like, were you just there when I wasn't there? And we ended up buying over that a little bit, too. But before we get super deep into stuff, do you want to just give a brief overview of who you are and, you know, where you're from and anything else you really want to you think is valuable? Yes. All right. So my name is Nicholas Jackson. I was born and raised in Brooklyn Park, Minnesota. I went to Champlain Park High School, Go Rebels, um, and I was an IB student there. I also went to the University of Minnesota Twin Cities with Jacob. Um, I studied computer science with a minor in management. So, um, yes, that's a brief overview of me. So. So why did you choose that major? What made, when did you get interested in tech? Oh, that's a good question. So um, when I went to the U of M Twin Cities, I decided on the U of M Twin Cities because um, there was a lot of majors you can choose from, and I was still undecided going into college. I knew I wanted to pursue college, but just didn't know on the major. So I'm like, you know what? Let me narrow down my options. I was thinking about business. I was thinking about some kind of technology field, some kind of engineering field, some kind of math field. So I'm like, okay, let me try all these classes out. So um, I took a bunch of classes, um, and I decided to do with a, go with the coding class. And as soon as I took the coding class, I'm like, okay, this is pretty interesting. So I took another one. And I'm like, all right, this is really fun. So um, I was originally going to do computer engineering, but I transitioned over to computer science. Uh, as I said, I was looking about math, um, technology, and um, anything like that. So I was kind of was doing you know, like computers, like technology. Let me put that into computer engineering. But after my freshman year of college, I moved over to the computer science room of things. Uh, also, um, <laughs> uh, it's kind of hard to get into uh, computer engineering, and um, that's a lot of physics that I'm not really a fan of. So uh, I went the <laughs> easier route, but also the fun route. Uh, programming, there's a lot of stuff you can do with it. Um, the sky's the limit. So you can make a lot of cool programs. And like, for example, when I studied abroad in Ireland, I made an app. Uh, with my teammates, and it was for um, college students so they can work on group projects with each other. So, um, yeah, that's why I decided to do um, computer science. And the reason why I did decide to do management is because I took a business management class back in high school. I'm like, you know what? I think business management will complement my computer science major. So, yeah. Well, I feel like business management just in general could almost be something that anyone should minor in. And just kind of learn about the business world a little bit in that aspect. I think all of the classes I took, first of all, I made some pretty cool connections in them. Exhibit A right here. And then also the things you, because you learn stuff from like the basics of how accounting works to the basics of marketing to how the HR world works. And then how to like actually like maybe manage people if you ever get into a higher position where you could be a manager too. Which So I thought that was really, really valuable. I agree with you. I 100% agree with you. And like, you can take these skills anywhere. So, yeah. So you weren't like, I feel like a lot of times people say, yeah. And you know, in high school, I just was really into computers. And then, you know, I always knew I wanted to do something with computers, but it wasn't, it wasn't as much like that for you. You kind of stumbled upon it more in college. Yeah. Yeah. I stumbled upon it more in college. If I can go back in time and do anything different was to take a computer science class in high school 
And like actually to bring computer science to my um, high school, Champlain Park, at Champlain Park High School, at the time there was no coding classes whatsoever. And when I saw people in my other classes, my computer science classes, entry level computer science classes, they said, yeah, I did this back in um, high school. Yeah, my high school had a program. You know, I'm like, our school didn't have a program. So I would love to incorporate um, computer science back in my high school. So. Huh. So how would you, how would you go about doing that? Yes. Um, you know what? What I how I would go about doing that is actually reaching out to uh, I got some connections back at Chapman Park. You know, we're so cool. Um, <laughs> but I would reach out to my connections and saying, like, if we can, like, get like an instructor or like um, a computer science, like an after school program to like just get it started and probably transition more into like an actual class where people can take for credits um, for like tech credits. Yeah. Um, cause you know, we have woodworking, we have metals, we have all those, um, tech credits, but how about we add computer science into the mix? So I feel like, um, to first get it started, we might just have to do it as an after school program to gain people interest as when we gain more people interest, we can transition over to a, um, actual classroom and actually get like a certified teacher, um, yeah. who can teach it. So, Hey, I wouldn't mind teaching it. I just need like a teaching degree and stuff like that. So <laughs> just gonna say maybe you could eventually teach it but while we're on the subject of adding things into high school we should probably add in things like how to do your taxes and (laughs) different things like that and you know what it's gonna look like when you have to pay rent and money and finance stuff that that my high school didn't have any of that but i know that's kind of a debate in the world i feel like in general and then nothing ever comes of it I totally know what you mean. We should definitely add some classes like that, uh, finances and um, stuff in general to help people when they get into the real world. So not everyone's prepared for it. So, yeah. So what are you doing now? And how did your degree or just college in general prepare you for the real world and what you're doing now? Yes. Um, I would not say college prepared me for the real world, like like street-wise. You know, there's like book smart and there's like street smart. So college definitely prepared me for the book smart part of the um, real world, but not like the street smart. Um, You're going to have to learn that through like connections and just actually exploring and getting out there. Um, But college, my degree, computer science, uh, helped me obtain a job at a company called Cognizant. There I'm a technology solution analyst. So I help people with their technology problems and fix their problems when they need help. So, um, yeah, it's a fun gig. So um, I enjoy it. So that's what I'm doing now. So the reason I said really like pretty enthusiastically is because I personally think it was the opposite for me. I think that I, I think college prepared me in like the streets smart sense type of way. I don't think, cause I mean, I'm in, I'm in marketing and not, I mean, I'm not trying to bash on what I, what I do, but I think that a lot of what I do and what I've learned was all through internships and jobs that I had. Not actually in college, but then in college, I learned a lot about how to talk to people and work in like groups and like that type of aspect of it. So it's kind of interesting how like the different viewpoints that we we kind of have on that. Yeah, maybe it's just because of the different fields, though, you know? Yeah, different fields, different group of people. Um, Yeah. I honestly say like every single time I went back to the U, I was always in like a different role. Freshman year, I was living in the dorms, living that freshman year experience. My um, sophomore year, I was living in apartments with some friends. My junior year, I was studying abroad. When I came back from my junior year, I was actually a CA in T-Hall. 
And then my super senior year, I was actually in a house with a bunch of friends. So I got like a different perspective all throughout the years. So it just like it, it did it did for to some extent, it kind of did help me um, throughout the years um, and in the real world. But um, yeah. Yeah. So just kind of going off the perspectives you got in college, would you say one year over another was better for you in any way, like perspective wise? Maybe you learned more one year and another year or are there any years that stick out where you're like well i would not want to do that year again or anything like that yes um i will say i have learned all throughout my years in college and everything that has happened to me i am glad that it happened to me um, um for better and for worse um it helped me as an individual to let me know who i am and it helped me to grow as a person um, there was a lot of obstacles through my um, high, my college career. If you ask any of my friends, they say, yeah, Nick went through a lot. Um, caught with one of my friends this week. We lifted a few times. He said, Nick, yeah, when I met you, we were going through a lot, but you came out and you were stronger and better from it. So I would say the years that really helped me, I, I honestly can't decide. Um, freshman year, I made a group of friends, um, and they all turned on me because I wasn't a good Christian, apparently. Apparently, going to a... Uh, frat party to support my Huntley House brothers. Huntley House is a living learning community for African American males, and I wanted to support my Huntley House brother because they have always supported me. So I was judged because of that, and then I was also judged because I saw a movie called Deadpool. Um, I'm a big superhero fan. I love anything superhero, but um, they thought I was a terrible Christian and never looked at me the same. So I lost all my Christian friends apart my freshman year. So that was difficult, but I took that as an opportunity to learn and grow. And one thing I learned from that is um, not to be like a judgmental person or, um, you know, meet people where they're at. You know, everyone has different stories. You don't know what a person's going through right now. It could be a good day. It might be a bad day for them. Um, and yeah. So one thing I learned as a Christian is not to be uh, judgmental and like, who are we to judge? So, uh, yeah. So that really helped me during my freshman year of college because, if you um, where I'm at now and where I was freshman year, that really woke me up. Uh, my sophomore year was, I will say, the toughest uh, uh, year of my life. Uh, my mom was diagnosed with cancer at the start of my sophomore year, and she actually passed away at the end of my sophomore year. So I was going through like um, losing my mom and my family um, during that year as well. So I, I was going through like a lot of losses during my first few years of college from friends to family um, and just everything was just crumbling before my eyes. But um, my mom has taught me a lot and my mom has been like my whole, my huge, my biggest role model and my number one fan in my life. So uh, thanks to my mother. Um, but yeah, so that really helped me a ton. And then my um, junior year, um, you know what? I'm like, you know what? I lost everything. You know what? Let me just enjoy this year and let me come back bigger, better and stronger. So uh, junior year, I actually got a scholarship to study abroad. And when I study abroad, that opened my eyes up to a whole new world. Uh, I honestly recommend studying abroad to anybody. Uh, yeah. So when I was studying abroad, I met some really cool people, did some really cool things. I was actually in Ireland. I was at the University of Limerick. And it was really, it was really fun. Uh, over there, it taught me because we all come from different cultures. We all come from different backgrounds. We're not the same people. You know what? Uh, the kind of food I eat might be different from the way you and your family eat. Uh, the stuff, uh, my religion might be different from yours. You know, we all come from different backgrounds and um, different beliefs and different places. Just because I come from this place, that doesn't mean the place you came from is wrong. So just like, um, yeah, it also helped me to open my eyes up to different perspectives. 
Um, and um, yeah, so just like there, I learned how to meet people where they're at and to accept people from who they are as individuals. And, you know, it's not about what's on the outside, it's what's in the inside and I'm um, actually caring for the people. And yeah, um, yeah, my, so- my, se- my senior year, um, I came back to the U as a um, CA this time. Um, that you meet people from all walks of life. So what I learned over abroad helped me um, with being a CA. I had residents from all different walks of life, which was pretty fun. Uh, we had some good conversations, some good times. Um, not to toot my own horn, but they know me as the uh, um, cool CA of T-Hall. T-Hall, the place to hall So um, we really enjoyed ourselves. And um, my residents like, um, came from all different places. So just like I always try to meet them where they're at and try to be them for them. And like one thing I really want to facilitate my as being a CA is like a community where this is like a home away from home. It was like another family. So my house actually became, I was actually house two. So we became family number two. So, um, and the relationships um, that were formed during my time as a CA, I see them now and they're still good friends, my residents um, and all the connections they made. So I felt like I did my job. I learned to uh, be kind, be compassionate, um, and just uh, meet people where they're at and um, understanding people where they are coming from. Um, so, yeah. And then uh, my super senior year, um, so what happened with me my freshman year of college kind of came back not to haunt me. But uh, my friend said, hey, Nick, we're looking for some more people to live with. Um, you sure live with our Christian house? I'm like, well, this is the same group that did this stuff to me. He said, well, yeah, but we were roommates um, sophomore year and it was great. So I lived there. I went in with like a negative attitude. And one thing I learned is um, don't always assume things or don't go in with a negative attitude. I went into my living situation um, living with um, 10 other guys, nine other guys um, in a small house with a negative attitude. But you know what? We were actually became really good friends and we were able to encourage each other on with our walk of faith. So I am um, grateful. I have the opportunity to uh, with these guys and to study the word with them. And um, yeah, I went in with a negative attitude, but you know what? The Lord took a bad situation and made it um, into a good situation. So uh, I learned a, a lot throughout the years and I'm grateful for everything that has happened to me. Um, so some are good, some are bad, but you know what? It made me who I am today and I wouldn't change it for the world. Holy smokes, dude. You're so cool. Yeah. I feel dude, there's this is what I love about podcasts because I knew I knew you as the guy that was into fitness, like, you know, that's how I knew you. <laughs> and you say, and you say all this cool stuff about your experiences in college and sh- thank you for sharing them. And now I think of you as like 50 other things, you know? Yeah. Now I'm like, I think Nick should be a motivational speaker. I think he could be pretty good at standing on a, standing on a stage and just getting people. <laughs> how do you really want me to do a motiv- motivational speaker thing for the U- university YMCA? <laughs> so <it>. yes, <laughs> he's a Nick. You should think about it. So I'm like, uh, I'm not sure. Um, there's like a lot of darkness, but there's a lot of light. So I just, I just, I might like, maybe one of these days, um, Patty. So yeah. Well, I mean, and that's like, you know, that's what college is too. Like at least with my experience, and it sounds like with yours too. Like college is is fun, but there's a lot of there's a lot of downs, right? There's a lot of moments when you really think about what you're doing and what others are doing, and am I doing? Am I on the right path? Right? Am I going to make this person mad? Am I a year from now going to regret the decisions I'm doing 
today. You know, there's just so much of that. And a lot of it ends up coming true. You know, you do regret a lot of the things you do, which is fine. You do make a lot of people mad, which is fine. And you will, like, there'll be situations, like you said, with freshman year when you you realize that, okay, maybe those people aren't for me. And then there may be situations a few years later when you're like, oh, hey, I remember you. We were, we were friends once. Yeah. And then you start, and they're just different people. Like, you, you yeah. change, right? Mm-hmm. And I also liked how you, you touched a lot on, like, just this idea of acceptance of other people. Mm-hmm. Acceptance of what they're doing and not only that but just like being understanding that everyone like everyone has different goals everyone has different ambitions everyone has different you know things they're doing in in college in life and whatnot so yeah that that just got me that got my brain just going like 15 different directions yeah (laughs) Um, but yeah that that's uh so i wanted to ask you about we're, we're gonna start with your instagram bios I wanted to ask you about those because so you have two Instagram accounts, which we'll get into the fitness one in a little bit. But I wanted to ask you about your personal Instagram bios because it in your bio just says actor, learner, friend, Christian, traveler. And I like that. It's just, you know, it's five different, you know, like in my LinkedIn bio, I have my five, whatever they're called, like those five strength, like strength builder thing tests you know i don't know if you if you ever take any of those but i have those. this is different it's like it's like for me it's like you know here are five things he's supposed to be good at or these are like five personality traits that describe you and i was just wondering if you could kind of talk to those five a little bit and why why they're there especially i'm really curious about the actor one (laughs) yeah all right, so um, so you know what? Why not just start off with actor? Either way, it was the first one in my bio. So uh, yes, uh, when I was little, um, I was always into acting and modeling. Um, I was always in like commercial ads and stuff like that. When I got to uh, middle school, my first ever play or production was A Raisin in the Sun at the Guthrie Theater in downtown Minneapolis. Yes, I was one of the main characters for A Raisin in the Sun at the Guthrie Theater. Um, so I was Travis Younger. Um, it's about a family back in the olden days going through hard times and i was actually the son so um yeah so ever since um um i auditioned for the play um uh, they say you know what we called you, you you were the first person who we auditioned and we really enjoyed your audition and just enjoyed your um energy and the amount of energy you bring to the set we want to give you the part so ever since that day um i'm like you know what i kind of want to explore acting a little bit more so um yeah i've been in several plays i have been at raising the sun at the guthrie i have been in um alice in wonderland at stages i have been in um henry freedom box and four little girls at um, stepping stone theater i have been in to the key the tribute a tribute to the king of pot which is a michael jackson dancing production um i was one of the jackson fives um so it was yeah so i like to um i like to act i like to entertain people and i'm like that one character in the group that likes to make all the jokes and just to entertain people. So I really enjoy acting and I really enjoy modeling. So um, fun fact, um, I was actually in um, Designer. Designer is the guy that sings Panda Panda. Uh, I was actually in his mannequin challenge um, during my um, sophomore year of college. So um, yeah, so I am an actor. I'm in a model. I would love to pick that back up. I did actually recently audition for another thing for um, – a Christian production. So, uh, yeah, so that's what, um, the actor part, um, uh, part of, uh, part, part of one of my traits. I like to act. I like to model. 
The next one is um, learner. Let's just be honest. Everyone is constantly learning. Even if you're done with school, you are always learning. Even if you have a real job, you are constantly learning. So I put learner in there because, you know what, we all are learners, even if you don't think you are learning. Uh, and we learn every single day. Hey, I made a lot of mistakes this past year in 2020. 2020 wasn't my year. Hey, I bought a BMW. And you know what? The worst decision ever in my life. It was higher maintenance costs, and I lost um, $10,000 from buying the car. I only drove the car for two and a half months, and I was in loaners for another two and a half months. So uh, it was like the worst decision ever. Finally got rid of it. And hey, I learned that, you know what? I don't have to have a flashy, showy car. Um, just in, yeah, so I'm like, you know what? I don't need to like, you know, impress other people with all the flashy or shiny things. You know what? Just be me, you know? Who do I have to impress? So um, yeah, so that's one thing I'm learning. Uh, I learned last year. Uh, and also, um, yeah, but yeah, so uh, I went to college. Uh, that was another form of how I learned um, um, high school as well. But just like we, are, we as people are always constantly learning, whether in school and the real world or just other things. So that's why I put learner in my bio because I was a student um, and um, we, I'm still in learning. So the next thing I put is friend. Uh, this one has kind of uh, um, been um, an interesting one. Um, as I told you about my story, uh, about I was a part of this one Christian group at the U of M, um, and they all turned on me because um, I was uh, I went to a frat party to support my Huntley House um, brothers, and then I saw a movie called Deadpool. Uh, I saw the way they turned on me because I did two things. They thought I was a terrible sinner um, in their eyes. And this is going to be tied into the next trait, Christian. So um, I am a Christian. I've been a Christian all my life. Um, I was born and raised in a Christian household. Um, and yes, so I, when I came to the U, I wanted to find like a Christian community. And I found that Christian community in one of the, these groups on campus. I'm like, you know what? Uh, living my life by myself, I just can't do this. I need to live my life with the Lord. You know, walking with Jesus is what I need. And walking with him has always made my life better. I can't do everything by myself. I need the Lord's help. So, yeah, uh, walking with him, living in a Christian community was great. Um, and then um, that whole Deadpool and the frat party thing happened, and they turned on me and saying, Nick, you're a terrible Christian. Um, and I'm like, um, okay. So my friends from freshman year um, ditched me. <laughs> uh, but um, – plot twist i actually had to live with them my sophomore year <laughs> so uh yeah but i live with the cool people uh, i live with uh some solid guys eric alec and axel uh and they were um some really strong people um they were there for me uh despite the other people that turned on me um my next door neighbors were the people who actually turned on me uh but you know we're all good friends now um uh, we all um talked about it i think the whole secret ingredient is just like um, was time. We all needed time. Um, they weren't ready. I wasn't ready. And I feel like when you have a falling out, you just need time. And to really think about what has happened, what has transpired. And I, for us, I really thought we needed Jesus um, for this whole reconciliation thing. But yeah, so I will say myself as a friend, I saw the way they treated me. And I said, you know what, I do not want to be treated the same way they have treated me. I want to show people God's love I want to be there for other people. I want to show them that you can have a really decent friend. So that is one reason why I have a friend in the bio. Uh, and then um, 
another thing happened to me. I joined another Christian group, uh, and it happened again. <laughs> apparently, uh, my attendance wasn't enough for them, and uh, apparently, I party and drink too much just because I went over to uh, um, Ireland. They think Ireland people drink too much, and that's another thing: hasty generalization or assumptions. You just can't always assume. And like people always think, oh, the Irish people, the only thing they do is drink. Okay, I'll be fair. Uh, we have three bars at the University of um, Limerick on campus. Three bars on campus. We don't have any bars on campus that is affiliated with the U of M. These three bars was actually affiliated with the University of Limerick. Um, yes, you do see people having a beer at nine o'clock in the morning. They start early over there. But you know, not all of them are alcoholics, and not all of them just drink like that. So they think just because I got a taste of that, they thought I was a drinker and um, yeah they said you know what we Nick we want nothing to do with you and we don't want to be associated with you uh, they're in a Bible study of eight guys so uh, and then I was kicked out of the Bible study in the church <laughs> so I'm like you know what it happened again I might like, I see how Christians are some Christians can be judgmental not all Christians are judgmental I don't want to say oh all Christians are judgmental but this really helped me define me as a person I'm like, you know what? I may not have the best luck with um, some Christians, and that might that's okay. My roommate, my sophomore year, one of the solid guys I was talking about, Eric, he said, Nick, I encourage you, just because you had a bad experience, that does not mean it's always going to keep happening to you. You're a great guy, a solid individual. I encourage you to keep pushing forward and to keep pushing through. Find that Christian community, you know? I'm like, you know what, Eric? I'm just going to keep pushing through and not give up. He said, don't give up, Nick. So that was some solid advice I got from my roommate my sophomore year and my roommate, uh, my super senior, as I mentioned, who invited me to live with him at the Christian house. But uh, yeah, so I saw how people treat people. I really noticed how Christians can be judgmental. I'm like, you know, I don't want to be that judgmental Christian. I'm like, you know, who are we to judge? The only person I can judge is our Heavenly Father. So I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to be that judgmental Christian. I'm going to meet people who, where they're at. I'm going to accept people for who they are because no one will like it if that was done to them. So, uh, yeah. So I like to, um, you know, just be a good friend. Not a lot of people have a lot of friends in their life. And I'm like, you know what? Let me just come by you and just help you out. You know, I can help you and be that friend. Um, and, yeah, I have met some really good friends throughout the years. Uh, yeah. And my other thing is by in my bio is Christian. Um, I am a Christian, and I touched on that with the previous one with friend. And I want to defy the Christian stereotype a little bit. I know that might sound a little bit bad, but people just think all Christians are judgmental. With my friend, um, we were having a um, um, game night. Um, she said, "Nick, one thing I know is about you: you're not like those typical Christians." I'm like, "What do you mean by that, Michelle?" She said, "Well, like you are actually nice. You don't judge." And you are actually there for other people. And like most Christians will just straight up judge people for who they are and just, just think they're terrible people. But you're not like that. And like I wish more Christians can just be like you. My like, thank you, Michelle. Like, through all my um, past few years and my experiences, this is what shaped me into the Christian I am today. Um, and I'm trying to be a better Christian uh, than what um, other Christians are like who are judgmental and stuff like that. And just be a better version of myself. So uh, I'm not trying to compare myself to other people, but just be a better version of myself. So, yeah. And the last one is traveler. Um, I love to travel. As you heard, I um, study abroad at the University of Limerick in Ireland. I actually just got back from visiting my um, good roommate, um, Eric, uh, down in California. And my other friend, Timmy, I'm down in California. I was in Santa Barbara for half the week and then um, 
LA for another half of the week. Uh, but one thing about me, I'm either, uh, I'm always traveling. Every single year, I always take a trip. So this trip, this year trip might actually be to Guam if all the COVID restrictions settle down to visit a family friend. So um, I, I love traveling. So I, um, the trip before was I actually went to Columbia to visit one of my foreign exchange students. Um, so yeah, I always love to travel. Traveling's fun. So um, yeah, so those are the five characters um, I think will best sum my life up. Because you know, not a lot of people know what to put for like a bio or an Instagram bio or stuff like that. I'm like, let me just sum up my life. I'll say actor, learner, friend, Christian, and traveler. So I think that will probably best describe me as an individual. I love it. Plus that you going through that just gives a better understanding of who you are too. And I, I personally really relate to the learn and the friend one is something I aspire to be. So I aspire to be just, well, we'll start with learn. Like the learning mindset, I think just in general is an awesome mindset to have. And that's something that I, I just personally like find a passion and interest for and just always learning something new. And I like how you said, if you're not the smartest in the room, it doesn't mean you're not learning. You know, you're still learning. It doesn't matter what you're learning. You're still learning. And so I thought, I thought that was cool. But then the friend one in particular stuck out to me. And then you kind of like you were going into the, the Christian one as well and just accepting individuals for who who they are and just understanding that everyone's once again, just in different spots. And that's OK. So I think that's one person. That's a good that's a good takeaway for me, I think, just in, in, from this interview so far. As one person told me, um, you know what? He said, we are imperfect people living in an imperfect world. You know what? Uh, but you're not going to find like the perfect family, the perfect school, the perfect church, the perfect fan group. You know, we are imperfect people living in an imperfect world. So I'm like, you know what? That is right. So when I had that mindset, I'm like, you know, what? you will never find anything that's perfect. So just like, you know what? Yeah. So it just really helped me. I'm like, you know, do I have all these high expectations? And like when someone disappoints you, like me with my friends, part of that Christian group, um, they turn on me. You know what? I disappointed them because of that. And you know what? They had some really high expectations and whatnot. And just like, you know, we are imperfect people. Hey, I'm not perfect. You're not perfect. Hey, your neighbor's not perfect. We are not perfect people. We all make mistakes. And that's part of life. We make mistakes, but we learn from them. It makes us better people. So, yep. yeah, back to the learn part. Yeah, exactly. Cool, dude. So let's talk about what like originally connected us because we like I don't, I don't remember how we started talking a couple months ago, but we started talking about fitness stuff and we were just going on this this role. And I remember thinking, why don't I get him on the podcast? Like this is what we have in writing right here should just be on the podcast because I'm sure someone else has similar questions. Someone else hopefully would benefit from it. And so I, I'm excited to talk about fitness. You know it. So let's talk about your fitness journey. Where tell me about tell me about like the types of fitness you're into and why you're into that and why you got into it. Yes. All right. So um, all my life I have been like a skinny kid. So um, I always like, I don't know, people always said like, oh, yeah, you're skinny and whatnot. And like, uh, I'm like, okay. Anymore. Sorry to interrupt yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you're good. And like, um, yeah, people never really took me seriously. And like, I don't know, people like, oh, yeah, he's small, skinny, like we can pick on him, tease him and whatnot. And yeah. So, you know, I hit the gym. 
that doesn't happen no more. <laughs> but uh, yeah, one reason that sparked my fitness journey is because of my family. Uh, a lot of people say you're going to be big just like your parents. I'm like, uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> but I'm like, you know what? I'm like, I want to defy the stereotypes because um, some of my family members are big, some are small. Um, and just like, I want to defy that stereotype. So I'm like, you know what? One way I can do this is to by taking care of my health early on and, you know, by staying physically active. Um, back in high school, I did soccer, track, and lacrosse. Uh, and during college, I did intramural volleyball and soccer. And I always like to stay physically active. Um, I'm like, you know what? Um, since I don't have gym class, <laughs> just like in high school, let me find some other way to get active. And yeah, my friend said to me, uh, my friend Timmy, who I visited down in California, he said, Nick, so when are you going to hit the gym? I'm like, you know what, Timmy? I don't think working out is for me. Um, so I, I don't know. He said, Nick, you should do it. So I'm like, you know what? So I gave it a chance. I went to the gym. I didn't know what I was doing, but I'm like, you know what? I gave it a chance. I'm like, okay. I start researching, start learning, start going with friends. So, um, so they can teach me some exercises, what most groups target. I'm like, okay, I'm enjoying this. This is kind of fun. And over the years, I started to see progress. I went from like this little skinny kid to like um, somewhat um, fit kid. So uh, I'm like, okay. Um, I like it. So it just like, it was also, it's like a stress reliever. Like when my mom was diagnosed with cancer, um, this was a way for me to take my mind off things. You know, when you're working out, when you're pounding those weights, you're not really thinking about what's going on on the outside world. You know, you're just living in the moment and you're trying to accomplish your goal. You know, I'm getting like this PR on that bench, you know? So just like, yeah. So it helped, really helped me take my mind off things and just like not focus on the world around me. Also, this is like a good habit to have. It's fitness and taking care of one's health. Instead of, you know, out there partying, drinking, smoking, you know what? There's worse habits you can have. But just like this was a good, healthy habit that, you know what, that is taking care of my body. I'm like, you know what? How about I keep doing this? So, um, yeah. So that's one reason why I got start um, working out. Um, I was always called small. Um, people in my family just saying, you're going to be big, just like <laughs> your family members. And I'm like, you know what? Let me defy that. And then, um, yeah. So, and I had a, a a friendly push from a few friends, um, from Timmy and Valencia. They said, Nick, we got to work out some time. We got to get you in the gym. So I'm like, all right, let's do it. And I fell in love with it. So, um, yeah. So my typical workouts can usually consist of, um, I usually do push, pull, and legs. Um, push. I usually I did a push day today. I did chest, triceps, and shoulders. I always try and target at least all the muscle groups at least twice a week. Uh, and then um, yesterday I actually did a back and bicep day with two of my friends, and we hit abs um, that day as well. And the day before, um, I did a leg day uh, with one of my good friends, Brian. And unfortunately, um, he was not able to walk back inside his house <laughs> after the workout. It was an intense leg day. Uh, he actually fell um, outside several times. And he said, Nick, I don't see I, – I can't walk. I'm like, will I be seeing you tomorrow at the gym? He said, um, no. <laughs> but, yeah, so I usually do a push, pull, and legs uh, for my workout. So today I ended my week off with a push day. So, um, yeah, some days I like to go light. Some days I like to go heavy. Um, I also like to change my workouts up. So I throw in different new exercises. Um, and yeah, so that's what my typical workout consists of. And yeah. What was the other question you asked? Well, I'd asked why you had gotten into it and you kind of covered that. And then also like what inspired you to start and you kind of covered that as well. Um, 
Well, and then the typical workouts, which you just went over. But so you said you try to hit each muscle group twice a week and you said three days. So do you do like push, pull legs, like rest day, push, pull legs type of thing? Like yes. You, so like usually sun, Sundays are usually my rest day because I don't, I'm usually off that day and just like, you know, my day to relax. So I okay. usually do like a push day on Monday and Thursday, a pull day on Tuesday and Friday and legs on Wednesday and Saturday. But when I work out with friends, I see what most of they will like to work out and what day works best for them. So I adjust my schedule accordingly, but I never hit the same muscle group back to back. That's just something that I don't do. Your muscles need time to rest. So, uh, yeah. yeah. So I usually go around um, six days consistently and then a break. Um, okay. During COVID or during quarantine, I had more of a break. I usually had like two or three day rest days because I was doing at-home workouts. So I either did some hip workouts, some band workouts, or some free weight workouts. So I'm always trying to get creative and find new workouts I can do at home because quarantine really makes you creative. So, yeah. <laughs> well, and it's interesting because you, you bring up quarantine and you also at one point talked about how weightlifting is such a stress reliever or I should say exercise just in general because – you know, exercise means a lot of different things and fitness means a lot of different things. But so, you know, it's such a stress reliever and then quarantine happened and things shut down. And so like for a lot of people, the way to kind of handle that stress was taken away. And so people had to get creative, you know? So, I mean, how did, how did you go about doing that? You mentioned like the body weight workouts, but how did you handle as someone who really is in the gym more so as opposed to like you know someone like myself who's like running so it's easy to just go outside and run still it's not as easy to just go to the gym when they when the gym's not open so how did you handle that yeah so the um shutdown happened around march um, 15th over in minnesota so um that was when quarantine happened for us i'm like you know what my gym said they were open back up um at the end of the month march 31st as we both know, that did not happen. <laughs> uh, so I, I gave myself a two-week break. I'm like, you know what? Let me just relax. Let me just enjoy. You know, Let me take a break from fitness for just for a little bit. I'm like, yeah. I hop back into it when the gyms open back up. So when uh, March 31st hit, <laughs> the gyms did not open back up. I'm like, crap. I'm screwed. I'm like, what do I do now? I'm like, when you are forced with a situation, you have to adapt. You know what? And that's one thing I learned throughout my years in college in these past years. You have to adapt. So one year, uh, one thing I learned this past year is adaptability. So you know what? Something was taken away from me. It was the gym. What am I going to do about it? You know what? I'm not just going to sit down and say, oh, I can't go to the gym. I'm going to get up and do something about it. So what I did, I was trying to find some at-home workouts. Uh, my uh, weightlifting teacher back in college, he posted uh, weekly videos twice a week, um, um, lifting videos, um, at-home workouts. So you can like, hey, you can grab like some laundry detergent and do some curls, you know, you can grab a backpack, you can do some squats for weighted squats. There's so much things you can do, so much materials in your house you can utilize, um, some water bottle jugs, there's many different things. So I was doing some at-home workouts, um, he inspired me to learn some new workouts. Uh, he also did a lot of hit workouts as well. Uh, one thing we did was Tabata, uh, that was an interesting workout, that's a good one too. But, uh, but yeah, so he does some um, hit workouts and Tabata workouts um, and some just regular uh, free weights or at-home um, materials um, workouts. So I did some of that. Uh, and then I just asked my friends, what kind of home workouts are you doing? Another thing I did was got some resistant bands so I can at least try to simulate some of the um, 
what is it called? The resistance from the weights, like the, some of the weight. Um, so yeah, so I have some resistant bands I got. So I either did banded workouts, I did free workouts, or I did uh, hit workouts. So it was uh, those are the typical work, kind of workouts I did. Um, in this pat last quarantine from um, the holidays, I normally do like a push pull leg day, and then my final day of the week, I usually do like a, some kind of hit workout. So I um, try to incorporate. Um, all different kind of workouts when I do at home workouts. So uh, yeah, so it's uh, what I did was adapt and got better. And um, now, if quarantine happens again over in Minnesota, I know what to do now. Yeah, well, it's interesting too because like the, the gym is such a staged and like I guess staged is the right word, but like staged environment setting, right? You know, like we go to the gym. And we'll take, like, I remember there were days at the U of M rec where we would take the elevator up, like, three levels to then get on a cardio machine. And it's like, why don't we just walk up the stairs? You know, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, like, what I'm trying to say kind of is that when that controlled setting gets taken away, a lot of, like, myself included, you know, I got, like, what do I do now? Like, what, what am I going to what am I going to lift with? What am I going to, how am I going to exercise? But it's like, there's so many ways you can just move your body, you know, from like walking to going outside and, you know, doing some squats, lunges, things like that, going and playing games. Like when my friends and I went out and we started playing spike ball more or just playing catch with things, you know, things like that. But I, I, I like how you bring up adaptability too, though, because I think just in general adaptability is important in any aspect, but fitness especially you know because you're going to face things like injuries you're going to face things like maybe like you, you mentioned lifting with friends you're going to face situations in which like all of a sudden no oh, your friend's supposed to be there in 20 minutes and they can't they can't come because something happened or like you can't come you know vice versa you got to be able to adapt to that and be like okay what am i going to do now right and yeah it's just it's it's such a unique world and it's so transferable to the outside the world outside of fitness too and i'm sure that you'd agree with that but like all the mindset stuff that fitness has taught me has helped me immensely in the real world too yeah, yeah. i totally agree with you on that i really can relate yeah so kind of going off this mindset idea how do you how do you stay committed like how do you keep going to the gym it's yes just, that's nothing to frown upon that's a, that's like that's you know that's six to seven days that's a lot yeah you sure you do that every day so yeah so some days um so on average i'll say i'll go probably around five days a week i'll be honest i sometimes skip my second leg day you know we all do <laughs> but uh but yeah but how i stay committed is just surrounding yourself around like-minded people uh and people who encourage you so just like it's really fun to like talk to individuals like for you, Jacob, when we were talking um, not too long ago about fitness and whatnot and just like hearing your fitness journey, hearing my fitness journey and what are you doing doing during, for your fitness journey. And then I have like a what is it? We call ourselves like the fit fam at my gym. So when you come work out with me at my gym, you'll see the fit fam over there. We have like a group of individuals. We have a group me and we like uh, we work out from time to time and then we post our goals in there and like our workouts that we did so we can keep each other accountable and to stay on top of each other so just like having like a um, I don't know it's really nice to have like accountability and just to surround yourself around like-minded people so you can encourage them with their goals and they can encourage you with your goals so just like um, yeah yeah I recently like from some different ambassador programs I got into and also um, 
I know we talked a little bit about the NASM CPT, which you're eventually going to do, hopefully, right? Yeah. Um, you get once you pass, you get to enter this like Facebook group chat, which is anyone who is a certified personal trainer through them, basically. So there's tons of people, but it's cool just to like be in those different worlds and groups. And there's just so many people, you know, that sort of like this is all personal trainers, but then like, you know, Twin Cities and Motions the run group that I'm a part of, that's all runners. It's not about personal training. It's all runners. It's a whole different mindset, but it's something else I connect to. Right. And it's just kind of like finding other like-minded individuals helps so much. It really does. And like, that makes me think of the whole, the saying that it's like, what are you, the, the average of the five people you hang out with or whatever. Have you heard that? You've heard that phrase before? Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. It's basically if anyone in the world if you take the average of the five people they hang out with, they are that person or they, yeah. that person is the average of the five people. So like income, weight, the way they sleep, the way they like it, which I mean, makes sense. I don't know in my opinion, but so that, let's talk a little bit about different milestones and goals that you're hoping to hit in the fitness world. Like what, you know, Clearly, you're no longer that that skinny person you said that you you didn't want to be, right? But yes. and we just talked about how you stay committed, but you're not stopping. You, there's got to be something driving you though, too, right? What are you What are you trying to get to? What are you working towards right now? So yeah, so um, right now, um, I will be honest, I'm kind of at a plateau. I'm trying to change that. So uh, yeah, but um, right now, now I'm trying to gain. Come, yes. come viral a little bit. <laughs> yes, yes. Hey, I might just do that. So right now I'm trying to pack on some lean muscle mass. Um, so my goal is to pack on 10 more pounds of lean muscle mass. Um, and yeah, so that's currently where I'm at right now. Um, also, another fitness goal is to become a certified personal trainer. Like, as I said earlier, you can never stop learning. There's always more to learn. And I really want to learn more about the science behind fitness and all aspects of fitness. So this is another reason why I want to become a certified personal trainer. So I will start be I will start to I'm going to start to pursue personal training in the next few months. Um so yeah, that is one of my goals for um 2021 is become a certified personal trainer. Uh non-fitness related goals would be uh to finish paying off my student loans and the last one is to move into a more software development position and engineering position. So, uh, yeah. So, um, but yeah, um, I do have some goals. Um, one thing I, I will be honest, I need to eat better. Um, my nutrition sucks. It really does. And you know what? I always say, you know what? You know, I look good. I think I can have, you know, this fried chicken. Oh, wait, no, I can have like this really good, delicious apple pie. Oh, wait. Yes. Okay. My friend, all my family's right now is drinking wine. You know what? Let me, let me. You just grab one glass of wine, you know, just try and justify, you know, you know, I, I look good, but you know what? I think I can justify that. So right now, one of my goals is to like put my foot down to say no, you know? So that is one thing I want to do with nutrition is study more aspects of nutrition and actually putting my foot down and not in to resist temptation, you know? Mm. So, yeah. Well, great goals. I love them. And it, the, the nutrition one, I'm going to, I'm going to talk to a couple of these cause I, I like them. The nutrition one is interesting because there's like that. So you say that you want to put your foot down and say no, 
mm-hmm. there's like that balance, right? Like there's the area that like the sweet spot, the spot where you can you could have the glass of wine and then say no. Like for me personally, my issue is okay, let me just have that one glass of wine, but then that turns into four. You know, mm-hmm. like let me have that one that one cookie, but then it's four. But then at the same time, on the other spectrum, my issue is no, I'm not having any of that. Nope, none, none, none. Nope. And then it's like okay well you should enjoy life sometimes (laughs) like you know so i run into like both of those spectrums and for me it like the struggle is finding the balance and being able to have a little bit and then say no Mm -hmm. and so that maybe that's that's something that i'm personally kind of trying to like figure out more of this year i don't know about um you as much but no i know my, oh, my coworker, um, Jeff, he always said, Nick, we got to go out and grab some beer. We got to drink again. I'm like, you know what? You can go ahead and drink. Uh, this was the same guy that actually walked out on me to go across the street during a leg and ab day uh, to grab a beer. Uh, yeah, uh, he was trying to get rid of his beer belly. Uh, but uh, yeah, he went across the street um, to our dear old friend, oh, Chicago, to grab a beer mid-workout. So uh, uh, yeah, just like, you know what? Um, I'm, I'm trying to put my foot down. You know, I might... Um, try uh, do it a little bit but i'm gonna hold back i'm like you know i might just do one drink but no not like that well, i feel like that and it's everyone's different but i feel like that's like the sweet spot and i hope i can somehow get there someday but um and then the other thing i lost i kind of lost my train of thought what uh oh for the nasm stuff and you said that you wanted to learn the science behind personal or uh, fitness and muscles and all that good stuff. And I'll say it is it is sick. All right. And that world is ginormous. And I think I know after taking that class, I think I know about two percent. Two percent. All right. Of it. All right. <laughs> like, like, but at the same time, that two percent is expansive. Like, I feel like I learned so much, and I feel like there's so much to learn. And you will, you'll, you'll apply it to yourself. You'll be like learning about muscles and like, you know, grabbing the different muscles on your body and be like, oh, okay. So that's why that works the way it does. When I do a bicep curl, that's why that's happening. It, it's so, it's so cool. It is yeah. so cool. So I am excited for you to start doing that so we can talk about it too. Yeah. I'll be interesting. Um, so one last thing, and like I told you at the beginning of this interview, when I send out question docs i have a tendency to just jump around for whatever kind of makes sense but um and i clearly did that but i'm kind of curious do you, what advice would you give to someone that's just starting out on a fitness journey you know yes that's actually a good question um i'll just say just do it just get out there and do it you know also i would say um don't give up uh progress isn't made overnight it takes time so um just do it don't give up and trust me you will thank yourself later um i i am really glad i decided to do something about my um health and to be physically active so there's different ways to be physically active there's running there's swimming there's lifting weights playing sports there's so many different ways you know lifting weights might not be for you find something that is you know walking um, jogging, skiing, there's so many ways to be active. So I encourage you, go out there, find some form of physical activity and better yourself and better your health. Yeah, and and to like once you just start, if you have a if you have a good understanding of why you're starting, that's kind of my big thing is why. Why are you doing it? 
you have a good understanding of why you're doing it and you you just do it next thing you know a few weeks go by a few days months a couple years and you just keep doing it and like the momentum just builds and builds and builds and that's kind of one of my favorite things about it is that once it just becomes like a routine and you kind of have a constant reason of why you're doing it and you just keep going and it's just a part of your life yeah. that's when things really start to get fun too so that is so true so one thing that i wasn't aware of until i listened to our last interview episode that my my older brother did was i guess we're asking we're asking for on, on our episodes with my brothers we do songs of the week i don't know if you had a chance to that listen to that much but every every week we share like one song of the week we have and now we're asking our interview guests to do that so what what's your song of the week what do you think everyone should be listening to you know that's a good question um I listen to a lot of different kind of music from Christian to pop to rap. Um, so um, that's really putting me on the spot. Um, a good song, I will say. Um, I will say, okay, for the Christian aspect, I will say the song is will be um, Jesus Can by Austin French. It's a great song talking about um, what people go through in life and how, um, how, the, how Jesus can just turn your whole life around. So um, I will encourage everyone to, Give it a listen. Go give it a like. So I will say that song has been my song of the week. Sweet. I love I love your passion. I love your passion for like every, pretty much everything we've talked about from fitness to your identity as a Christian to Ireland. It seems like you're very intentional about the things you do in life and like you have a very, very big passion for those things too. Or maybe it's the actor thing, and it isn't. Uh, you're just acting. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, I I have been acting this whole entire time. No, I'm playing around. I'm not fake. <laughs> no, yeah, I am very intentional. I try to be. So, all right, we just got a few. We have a few questions left. Things right. I'm interested in. We're gonna do rapid fire questions first, which I I didn't really tell you that much about these, but they're a bunch of random questions that somewhat have to do with the show we just talked we just had and somewhat don't it kind of just depends and i just rip, whip them up and i tried to keep these all very rapid because in the past i've had a tendency to ask a question that required like a couple sentences so i'm hoping that i did a better job with that this time but are you ready i guess i'm gonna have to be so <laughs> okay when you hear the word success, who comes to mind? Uh, my mother. My mother was a very successful person, and that's the kind of person I want to inspire to be. That's awesome. Favorite genre of music? I will say um, I have three. Uh, Christian, um, pop, and rap. So, If you could only watch one movie for the rest of your life, what would it be? Um, ooh, good question. I will say... Um, the Avengers series or just Avengers? I don't know. It how Infinity War and Endgame. You know, it's kind of like one movie. You know, they never gave up, and it just like it's inspiring to see how people are not giving up due to their circumstances. Keep pushing, moving forward. So, okay, top three exercises. You can only do them for the rest of your life. Only three. Go. Um, the three big compound lifts. I will do. Um. Uh, um, chest press um, or bench press um, deadlifts and um, squats I love it 
One word to describe yourself. Um, unique. <laughs> One word to describe yourself 40 years from now. Inspirational? I don't know. <laughs> I love it. Because you're gonna be an inspirational speaker. Yeah. I'm telling you, dude. And then I'm gonna get you, I'm gonna get you back on the podcast, and it's gonna be give us an even more inspiring, inspiring talk. Yes. <laughs> All right. Now these next two questions, they aren't they aren't really rapid. And I'm just kind of curious. I like asking things like this. So if you could go back in time five years, we'll start there. If you go back in time five years, what would you say to yourself versus if you could go back in time one year, what would you say to yourself? And then if you could go forward five years, what would you say to yourself? Oh, wow. All right. Oh, so I just... if I could, yeah. So if I could go back in time for five years, that would be 2015. What I will say is, you know, that was when I was just about to start college or finishing my senior year of high school. I'm like, you know what? Live your life, make the most of it. And just like, um, be true to yourself. So, yeah. And that's what I would say to myself five years ago from today, because that was when my first step of finishing high school and moving into college and not knowing what we'll bring. So, yeah. Also, I wouldn't just to go back in time and change anything. So okay. just like what happened, happened. So, yeah. Okay. Now, what about, what about a year ago? What would you say to yourself one year ago today? A year ago today, uh, I was actually in Texas right now. <laughs> I will say, um, I'll probably say the same thing. Um, you know what? You finally graduated. You made it through college. Um, make the most out of your life and um, have fun, you know? And um, yeah, um, not much. Uh, but yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. How about? Five years in the future, you right. You get to go in the future five years and talk to yourself. What would you say? If I could go five years into the future and talk to myself, I would say, um, I'm sorry, oh, I see that now. <laughs> um, what I would say to myself would, would be, um, I don't know. This is our question. I can see going back in time, but going forward in the future, just like I'm not sure who I will be in the future. So what just are- like. Is there anything you're curious about? Um, in the future? Yeah. Um, hmm. I'm not sure. I'm, uh, I'm content with my life. Um, I'm happy with my life. So just like keep doing what you're doing. So, <laughs> um, yeah, that's a tough question. Usually back in, yeah. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> Sorry to put you on the spot. <laughs> no, that's a good, that, those are all good answers though. And it's it's cool too that you say that you're content with your life and that you're kind of in a good happy happy spot, you know. And you're able to learn from so much in the past and continue learning as as you go. So, but thank you a ton for coming on here. It I think this was really really inspirational. Personally, I think I learned a lot and had a lot of good takeaways. And I would love if you would share your social media handles especially your fitness handle yeah so cool. um my social media handle is in then it's spelled out jackson then dot fit so uh yeah feel free to give me a follow and yeah i'll be posting some good content um soon so yeah hit him up he's always got good oh. stuff in there but all right man thanks a ton for doing this it was, it was great thanks for having me i enjoyed the talk <laughs>